Welcome, dumbheads, to MDC, the Mega Dumb Cast. In this, the high noon of season five, I'm identifying the dumbest thing on every goddamn page of MT2, the Weird Weird West, the second in a trio of time travel adventures for TSR's Marvel Superheroes RPG. Every episode is one page, every episode is short. The Weird Weird West was written by Ray Winninger and published in 1989 by TSR. Today we're discussing page 47 of The Weird Weird West. Today begins chapter 28, entitled Time Amok, another little sci-fi reference, of course, an inversion of the classic Star Trek episode. We're in the home stretch now. All of the hero teams we're following are on a unified path toward the ending of this module, no matter what travesties have to be wrought upon logic on the way. You'll recall that Ford's Furies and the Misfits both just did some boring math at Einstein's shack, helped him get his machine running, and then traveled all the way across the map with him to this point, with him using his machine to guide them here. You'll also recall from yesterday that the secret Zoomers took a very different path. They deduced where this mountain was and walked directly there from Alexander's camp after a brief stop at a cave full of androids and robes and rubber masks and positive thinking notes. That was a strange cave that we visited and then just walked away from, having drawn basically no conclusions. Oh, there was a time machine there too. The secret Zoomers, because of the path they took here, do not have Einstein with them but the author is about to fix that. Quote, If the heroes are coming to this chapter from chapter 11, which, I mean, all of us are, because every time you travel overland, you're going through chapter 11, but what the author means is, if you're not coming here from Einstein's shack. Quote, If the heroes are coming to this chapter from chapter 11, you should have them meet up with Albert Einstein on their way to the mountain. The heroes cannot successfully complete this chapter unless Einstein is with them. First of all, bullshit we can't. You have to take my word for it for now, you're going to see the situation unfold, but trust me, it's bullshit. We're here now, And if Einstein didn't pop up out of nowhere and ask to go inside as well, we would be fine. The secret Zoomers would be fine. But it's moot because he's here. How he is here, I have no idea. As I mentioned, the Zoomers' path through this adventure that we've tracked is a pretty obscure, unlikely way to get through the adventure. However, given that you're going to take it, given that you're going to deduce the location of the mountain and walk there yourself, rather than waiting for Einstein to finish building his doohickey, I think the sequence of locations that the Zoomers have gone through is going to be pretty common. You have to hit all the generals one way or the other, so you might as well have the team that's going past Alexander's territory anyway talk to Alexander. Alexander's camp is the place where you discover the signal coming from Twainbot, so it's only logical that the team that goes there would investigate that, and that's on their way to the mountain that they've deduced the location of and which seems to be really important. So, going from the first meeting with Einstein, to Alexander's camp, to the android cave, to the mysterious mountain, seems like the order you would do things if you were going to take this path. Given that, The dumbest thing on this page is for Albert Einstein, mind you, to once again prove that he is a secret badass by just climbing right up to the secret Zoomers in the mountains, far north of Alexander's territory, all the way across the map from his shack, having traveled here alone, and he just comes out and says hi and asks if he can join us. He's got his machine. He's going to the mountain too. Let's join up. It's it's like if you go to a restaurant and there are people you know there. You sit at the same table. We're both going to the same place. I mean, literally everything is going to the same place but we're walking to the same place through these mountains. Let's go together. That seems like a great idea. You must be tired because we don't have an exact defined location for Einstein's shack. It's going to be wherever the player characters walk in their initial foray away from the Crozar camp, but it's definitely within like 10 miles of the Crozar camp. Let's say it's 10 and a half miles away. Just for convenience sake, the scale on the map is one inch to 3.5 miles. I would estimate that minimum Einstein has walked about 10 and a half inches On the overland map, that's like 36 miles minimum. 
with the last couple of the miles being uh, directly over mountains. And at Einstein's foot speed, I think that's about an 18-hour journey. Mind you, this is through occupied, hostile territory through Crozar lines in a 114-degree desert without a source of water, followed by climbing a goddamn mountain at the end, and then popping up and saying, Oh, hello there. I didn't expect to see you. I'm following my little beep-beep machine. I'm surprised to see that this trip took such a long time for you strapping young teens. It was a piece of cake for Einstein. And he made incredible time here, too. I mean, given that we, moving at what should be about twice his speed, maybe, got at least hours of a head start, it's pretty impressive that he managed to make up that time so that he could leap out of the rocks to surprise us here. And it's a good thing for him that we're here, because I don't know exactly what he was planning to do once he got here. He built a machine to find the mountain, not to do anything about the mountain. So I guess maybe he was going to take some readings and hike all the way back. Just a little 36-hour round trip through the lethally hot desert. And then we'll go from there. We'll see where we're at. In the dirt being pecked apart by vultures. That's where you'll be at. Anyway, somehow, this magnificent bastard pulled a miracle out of nowhere again. Einstein made it. He intercepted us. He's here to join the secret Zoomers to fulfill his essential role in the final conflict. Let's see what that final conflict is. First of all, we gotta scale the mountain. This requires a good intensity agility feat roll. Anyone who fails this roll takes five points of damage. It says one of us can help Einstein climb up the mountain. I don't think that's gonna be necessary. Honestly, we might ride on Einstein's back. In any case, quote, every so often, as the heroes climb, they will hear a deep thumping sound filling the air around them, followed by a sharp whoosh. This is extremely ominous. This does not bode well for our journey, but before we can so much as consult a Poyozo doll for clues about how to proceed up the peak, we get the following box text. Quote, At the top of the mountain, you are greeted by an unbelievable spectacle. A huge black pit, the inside of which seems to spiral infinitely deep down into the mountain. The rocks, the vegetation, and even the soil itself are all obviously creeping slowly toward the pit and disappearing over the edge. You can already feel the pull beginning to affect your bodies. I think I know what is going on, shouts Einstein. I think it is alive. The entire pit is a living creature. I can feel its hunger and its simple brain. The creature eats time. Fascinating. A creature that feeds upon time itself. A chronovore. Who would have thought these things exist? Here is our problem. The creature somehow entered our time stream at this time and place and began feeding upon time itself. The damage caused by the creature caused space-time to unravel, drawing all of us out of our historical places and into this area. The real problem is that I haven't the slightest idea of what to do next. Well, it's a good thing you reenacted the story of fucking Exodus and walked all the way across Kansas to find us to tell us that you don't have any idea what to do next. Thank you, Einstein. You gave us a ride up the mountain. That was cool. But otherwise, you're useless. Quote, If the creature continues to feed, it will undoubtedly devour our entire time stream, wiping out all of history. As I said before, time cannot be destroyed, simply rearranged. All of the history devoured by the creature is still intact somewhere. But how are we going to restore it? I don't know, man. I'm a superhero. You're Einstein. What do you want from me? We don't know what to do. He doesn't know what to do. It's sure a good thing that, this being an adventure by Ray Winninger, it doesn't matter what we do. Quote, At this point, the heroes hear a loud thumping sound again, followed by the shrill whoosh. A huge wind sweeps them up and carries them over the edge of the pit, along with several trees, rocks, and other pieces of landscape. Any feat aimed at preventing the heroes from being swept over the edge is of monstrous intensity. In other words, fuck you, buddy. You can roll dice. You can roll dice on your way into the fucking hole. You knew it was going to be a hole. You knew it was all going to come down to another fucking hole. We've really come up in the world, haven't we? Since the days of all this in World War II, then we were in a, a broken time machine stuck in a lowly ditch. Now here we are 
swept by a, a rushing wind and all of time and space itself into a huge fucking hole in the middle of reality. The more things change, the more I hate them. Quote, for a brief time, the heroes feel themselves being buffeted down a huge spiraling vortex. Then they lose consciousness. Unconscious again. The author is playing all the hits today. Then we wake up and we get the following box text. Quote, you awake in what appears to be a large open field. The sun is shining and a huge crowd gathers before you. On your right side, you notice a cannon from the American Civil War and a sign that reads Gettysburg, Pennsylvania. Suddenly, Abraham Lincoln steps up on a podium and begins to address the crowd. <laughs> I pointed him and yell, Android! Quote, My friends, eight score and twelve years ago today. Lincoln's speech is cut short by the voice of Einstein in your ear. We must be in the creature's belly. This is one of the historical events it has swallowed. Fascinating. Perhaps we should try to move on. If we could find the creature's brain, perhaps we could communicate, or at least find some answers. However, no sooner has the author's NPC suggested that we move, than the author says we can't. Quote, As soon as the group attempts to move anywhere, however, they find themselves frozen in place. Einstein will then theorize that time inside the creature is a jumble, and that motion is impossible without time. The only way to move inside the chronovore's belly is to sort out this jumble. If the heroes can identify the inconsistency in each of the historical scenes they pass through and concentrate upon the correct sequence of events, perhaps they can mentally latch onto enough of the time stream to allow themselves to move on. In other words, the final dungeon is not so much a construct of space, not so much a physical maze, as a giant mountain of bullshit. One climactic history quiz to make sure that our characters, as opposed to the players, have nothing to do with the final resolution of these events. The rest of this page is occupied with the rules for moving inside the creature's belly from time to time by taking a little history quiz, but we're going to talk about that tomorrow. For now, suffice it to say, we're going to have to hear little snippets of history, little blurbs, and identify what is historically inaccurate about them in order to move through this metaphorical space. And, quote, Einstein will be of no help in recognizing the historical inconsistencies. Everything is up to the players. Yes, it does say, quote, everything is up to the players. The first paragraph in this section says, the players cannot complete this section without Einstein. And the last line on the page is, everything is up to the players. The dumbest thing in this page is Einstein sprinting at supersonic speed across the blazing desert to meet us at a hidden rocky cave just before we enter so that he can come in and then tell us he doesn't know what to do and he can't help us at all. Join me next time as Einstein helplessly tags along and we, the players, play a historical trivia minigame on MDC, the Mega Dumbcast. This has been MDC. New episodes drop every day except for Sundays, when all the previous week's episodes drop in one big megasode on the top-secret patrons-only RSS feed. If you'd like to get access to that feed and support the show, go to patreon.com slash megadumbcast. Contact me however you want. I am Megadumbcast on Twitter, Gmail, Podbean, your favorite podcatcher, etc., etc. This episode's theme music, used under Creative Commons license, is Western Firefight 2 by Kula, whose work you can find at kula.com. That's C-U-L-L-A-H dot com. Thanks for listening. <laughs>